For so many modern driven women, life is about being more than one thing. We're multidimensional and so are our conversations. We carry multiple identities. We can be both mother and artist, both attorney and entrepreneur, both clinician and CEO, both humble and proud. Life for women like us is about both, about all of the above. It's about the and. Our stories are the stories of so many of you. We wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. And we wanted to establish financial security for ourselves and our children. For us, that looked like founding software companies and then a successful coaching and online course business. But for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. We're here to share an insider's peek into the strategies and mental resilience it takes to create and run six and seven figure online businesses. As women entrepreneurs, only 2% of us will ever earn a million dollars. We've done it ourselves and we're on a mission to help you reach financial independence by chronicling our journey and sharing our proven playbook. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow a business and build a life that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And you're listening to the And She Spoke podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the new podcasts that drop every single Tuesday. Hi there. Welcome to the And She Spoke podcast. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Jenny. So in this episode, we are going to talk about how to hear and implement advice. And Sandy, this is really all you. This is a big part of your coaching and kind of the message you're wanting to get across as our resident mindset coach. Why don't you go ahead and tell our good listeners what we're talking about today? Sure. I think this topic came up partly because of all the things that we went through in 2022, which we shared on episode a few weeks ago. And Over the last many, many years, we have had a lot of different coaches, and we have a new one now. And as we said, we worked with Chris Plackey a lot last year. And I've just been observing us, how we show up to coaching calls, when we ask questions, when we get advice. And I've also been observing for many years, all of our clients, when we talk to them, whether they're listening to strategy from you or mindset concepts from me. And it just occurred to me that there are patterns of behavior that we are all guilty of when we show up to coaching calls or when we're asking questions or looking for advice in in some capacity, whether that is in a coaching call or whether you're attending a conference or having a chat with a mentor, whatever the situation may be, that there are things we can do to prep ourselves and get ready to hear the advice so that we can actually implement them into our business. So I thought it would be helpful to just kind of go through what that looks like. And basically, it's kind of like, do this and don't do that. And I want to just show examples and share examples of of behavior and attitudes and actions that come out from one way of thinking versus another way of thinking. And I do want to say too that if you are one of our clients and you are listening to this, I am in no way calling any one of you out. I am sure that all of us can see ourselves in some of this behavior and it's not just one person that's done it. It's years of observing many people doing this and including ourselves. And I will call ourselves out when I talk about the things that we tend to do, the traps that we kind of fall into. 
Fair enough. Yeah. And I think part of this is just like, we also go through a lot of online courses. We go through a lot Mm -hmm. of, we read through a lot of material. And I think after years and years of trying to learn from mentors and heroes and teachers and coaches, like we've come up with some standards and systems that work for us to really help us to get the most value out of those experiences. So that's also a big part of what we want to share. Yeah. I think this is hopefully something you walk away with a set of strategies that help you. Right. And that was my first point is like, you are a part of whether it's our program or another program or whatever, you're there because you have a problem and you're trying to find an answer. You're trying to find a solution, like you're stuck somewhere or things aren't budging in your business or something is not quite where you want it. So you're looking for this solution. So I always want all of us before we, let's just use jumping on a coaching call as the example. It can, can be applied, as I said, to a conference or talking to a mentor, or whatever. But if you're about to go on to a coaching call, I think it's just like, remember that the reason you're here is to find the solution. You want a solution. You want an, a way through whatever the struggle is that you're experiencing. And we want that for you as your coaches and our coaches they want that for us. Like we're all working towards the same thing here. We're all working towards the same goals. Just remember that. Mm -hmm. Yep. I often talk about in our program, The Luminaries, that emotions, I mean, this is just basic psychology, your emotions are what will cause you to take the actions. So if we are wanting a solution and if we want to be able to really truly hear what our coaches are saying, then we have the complete control of our brain, our thoughts, our beliefs before we show up onto a coaching call. So let's maybe start with like the best way to show up and then we'll talk about some of the poor habits or the emotions that don't get you what you want. So we're going to call these give it to me emotions. So before a coaching call, before you talk to a mentor, it'd be so helpful if you can just take a moment and just check in with what you're feeling. So I'm going to call this give it to me emotions as in give it to me. Give it to me. Let me hear it. Tell me the advice. Tell me what you think. Tell me where I'm you know, not seeing things, where I'm blocked, where I'm wrong. Give it to me. And so those emotions are things like being curious, right? That's the obvious one. Really like open and curious about what is going on. Compassion. So do you have compassion for your situation, what you're experiencing, your, maybe your clients, maybe, you know, what's happening in the world? You know, can you have compassion for yourself and your situation? Committed. Can you show up committed? Like, I really do want to figure out this, as I said, to find the solution. I'm committed to finding the solution. Desire. You always want to come to the coaching call with that deep desire of what you are trying to do. Like, I really want to help these clients. I really want to make my revenue goal or whatever it is. And I think there's also a bit of like vulnerability that you need to show up with. Like just, and it's open. Like for me personally, the emotion that I always want to enter a call with is open. I want to be open. And when you have those kind of emotions or when your brain in physical body is experiencing those emotions, what you are going to do, the actions that follow are you are actually going to be listening. You are going to be open to seeing, oh, I never, like what I thought was so true maybe isn't. Like I never saw it that way. That's You're just going to be open to different angles. You'll be able to hear the advice and start to think about what you can do to implement it. Like begin to plan how to actually take the actions. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, makes lots of sense. 
You know what this is reminding me of too, Sandy, if this is a little bit different, maybe you're heading there too, but like from a strategy standpoint, one of the lessons that I learned from a coach a few years ago, an an online coach was to emulate before you innovate. And I know that's something that we talk about a lot too. And when you say being open and being vulnerable, like I also think about that in terms of being humble, because I think so often there's like for so many of us, especially those of us that are high achievers, we think we know better than our coaches. Like there's some part of us that thinks like we're different or we know better. But like really, if you've chosen to work with a certain coach or teacher, Mm -hmm. really bring that humility because you don't like there, you signed up for their program for a reason. And like every time that we have followed and imit- like emulated our coaches yeah. and followed their specific advice, it's always worked. And over time, we sort of give things our own flavor and we make things our own. But like initially, the results come from actually following the specific directives of the coach. Yeah. So let's go there. So the other side of this is, and this is like, again, if we are not aware of how our emotions drive our actions, if we're not thinking about what's my attitude as I, you know, call into this, you know, ask a question and and wait for the answer as I attend my coaching call. If we're not aware of that and we just sort of show up, like plop ourselves in the chair and like, here's my question, you know, We often come to that with dead end emotions. We show up with dead end emotions. So we can be very defensive, which is kind of what you're saying. We can be angry, like this isn't working. And you're sort of angry at the world. Like I did exactly what you guys said and it didn't work. Frustrated, perhaps confused, resentful, doubtful. Like I hear you, but I just, I don't really know if it's going to work. It hasn't worked in the past. And so When you show up to the coaching call with thoughts that create these dead-end emotions, what happens is you can be argumentative. You can do a lot of like, Jenny will say something, and if I was the student, I'd be like, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I get it, but there's a lot of yeah, buts. There's a lot more story, like you're told something, and then it's like, okay, yeah, but in my life, in my world, it doesn't work like this is what happens. It's like that special snowflake syndrome, and this is absolutely, well, I will speak for myself. This is me, because I would be like, yeah, but you know what? We have a software company, so I get what you're saying. However, we are different. Like Mm -hmm. that's not going to apply to us because we are different. We have a software Mm -hmm. company. And I have like leaned on that for a lot of years. And it puts me into completely like the thought we're different puts me like I'm either defensive or I'm frustrated because you're not listening to me because I'm different. You need to give me different advice, right? Oh, yeah. And and Sandy, (laughs) that same thing when we're in like the tech space with working with a coach, it's always like... Yes, it's true, always the and it's like, yeah. well, but we're female founders or we're bootstrapped. So we're, yes. we can't yes. take your advice because we're different. Yes. And so we yeah. always look for those like ways to argue with the coach. Right. Yeah. That's, I didn't even think about it the other way, but that's absolutely true. So it's like you have so much story and you have so much drama around your problem. You can be very long winded, like, and then it's just like question after question after question after question because you're listening from a place of these dead end emotions, right? You are an exception and they're not hearing you. That coach is not hearing you. And it almost turns into like, you want to argue for the problem. You want to be right. Like, I respect you. I get it what you're saying. However, Da 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 da. Long story. You're wrong. I'm right. Can you just see my perspective? Because I've got a, a good position here, right? And all of this, all of this action, which honestly you and I are masters at, it's indulging. It's like an indulging of these emotions and this belief that, like, 
they're not understanding my situation, right? And you're just, and the problem is, is that we're forgetting that that coach is helping us. They are giving us advice to get to that solution. But we just want to sit and be like a little child and like, I'm, I'm right. Like you're not, I'm, I'm different, right? And so you're just not receiving the coaching and you're just going to show up. Honestly, the next week we'll have the same question. We'll have the exact same situation. We are not able to move forward. Mm-hmm. You're all fired up about your business until you have to go and market it, talk about it, promote it. All of that feels so heavy, hard, and overwhelming. We know that your business will flourish when you become comfortable promoting your work. And for that reason, we created Visible, a program that helps women amplify their voice in a world that tries to keep them quiet. Build an audience around your body of work and not just your body. So forget everything you've been taught about marketing. Visible is your fastest route to building an audience of raving fans that can turn into paying clients. And side bonus, you can ignore trend alerts on Instagram. Join Visible today at joinvisible.co. Yeah. So the way that I think about this internally that helps me, and maybe this will help some of our listeners, is I think, do you want to be right or do you want to have results? Yes, that's exactly right. (laughs) It's like, that's the bargain there. Because obviously there's a person that you're paying money. Like in our case, we pay a lot of money to work with certain coaches. And there's a reason we pay them that money because they have certain experience and they've learned lessons that we're trying to bypass and not have to learn the hard way. So yes, like we're paying money to learn advice and tactics so that we don't have to make all the mistakes ourselves, right? So I don't know why we fight that so hard. I think that's, I don't know if that's just human nature, Sandy, or if that's like just, <laughs> you just have no, to I learn to, uh, to think very consciously to not be that way. Right. Which is why I wanted to do this because again, to me, it's, I just always return to this phrase of like, it's default thinking. Like if we're not actively on purpose with intention, choosing our thoughts when we, when we go to work on our business, we just like believe whatever thought comes into our head. It's just like, whatever's there, we believe it as truth. And that cannot build a business. The brain as an organ in our body throws out this advice that does wacky things. And we just believe it like without questioning it. And I think the business owners that really are going to make that 100K and beyond, they're the ones who can override that default thinking, rewrite the operating system in the background so that they are like, I'm on a coaching call. I'm feeling really frustrated. Let me switch that around before I sit down. And what do I need to think? What do I need to remind myself of? What do I need to believe? What do I need to be like muttering, repeating to myself so that I can get into a place of feeling really open and listen? And then the other thing I wanted to say is sometimes when we're in the coaching call, it can be a little bit like, I don't want to say stressful, but like it's a lot, right? Like you're kind of nervous and you want to be clear and you want to like get the advice, but sometimes you can't hear it. Like you just need to, what I want to say is just take 24 hours before you start to argue, just like take it in, sit with it for 24 hours. Cause sometimes I will be like, no, no, that's not going to work for us. Cause again, we're so different. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. And then I just like, let it kind of marinate a little bit. I'm like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe they're right. Damn it. Maybe they're right. So if you don't completely agree or to completely get it, like just sit with it for a day or two. And sometimes we've poked enough holes in your default thinking that you're like, hmm, maybe, maybe I can be open to this. 
Yeah, I think that's right. And I also, I think that I don't have as much of a rebellious streak as you do. Like you're the maverick here, but I think about it in this other way that we've talked about before, like a scientist or like a data scientist. And even if I have doubts about whether a certain strategy will work, I'm like, well, let's go try it. I have doubts, but I would just want to see the data. I want to see what happens. So that's nobody the knows. curiosity, right? Yeah, like you're, that's the you're curiosity. being driven from mm-hmm. the emotion of curiosity. So the actions mm-hmm. you take from that are like, let me just go try this and yeah. evaluate the data and ask more questions after you have more data. Yeah. yeah. So that's a give it to me emotion. Like, give it to me. And then yeah, then, I love it. Yeah. I love trying things. Like, I, I mean, I think that that's, you've kind of, got to love it if you want to be in business very long, because that's what it is, is it's a series of experiments. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's playing with ideas publicly, like that's what marketing is. And so you've got to, you've got to kind of approach it that way. Otherwise, it will become really, really awful to be a business owner. (laughs) Like, if you don't like that, and you're not curious about it, that's just like painful. Maybe go get a job. <laughs> like yeah. That's probably a better fit. You just reminded me about another point I wanted to make, which is as business owners and business owners who recently came through a pandemic, it's also really important for us to remind ourselves that we need to focus as we build out our businesses through the marketing and the, and the selling and developing the programs and so on. We need to focus on what we can control. So there is And fair enough, and to our clients, please keep asking these questions, but there is a lot of, or can be a lot of like focus, energy, blaming the external world, right? Like the clients aren't clicking or Instagram closed my account, or there can be a lot of blaming and energy and time and thinking spent on things we can't control. And so I think it's super helpful just to remind ourselves like, okay, Instagram took my account down in the middle of the launch, which actually happened to us last year. Okay, I can't control that. But what I can do is I have control of how I show up, meaning how am I going to think about this situation from a place of determination? Like I'm going to figure this out. Feeling I'm determined and I'm going to take different actions, write a couple emails, you know, make some jokes in that email about Instagram and why we shouldn't have our businesses built there or whatever. I'm going to take different actions from that place of determination than just like, the world is terrible. I'm never going to make it. I can't even do this because Instagram's down and everything's ruined. You know, you kind of like ruminate in this like crappy thing that happened. So it's just really good that to remember that you have your own thoughts. You control those, which lead to your feelings which lead to your actions that you always will have control of. And if you are deciding how many times you launch, how many emails you sent, how many posts you make, how many words you write, what those words, those are all your under your control. And all of those actions will lead to a business, right? Eventually. Whereas if you focus on the world, the pandemic, the forest fires, the plague, the whatever, like it's just, you're defeating yourself. You cannot control what other people say, what other people do, what happens in the world. And so I just, again, showing up to a place where you're going to be receiving advice, don't hyper-focus on those things. Like what, this thing happened, how do you want to be? How do you want to think? How do you, what actions do you want to take in this situation? Yeah, what an empowering way to go into an experience. I mean, I just like successful people, and I'm sure this is like not the, (laughs) so like there's, we're all, we're all capable of being successful, right? So choosing to take on this, this like 
costume or mindset of being a quote unquote successful person requires you to take on the identity of a problem solver. Like you're not just going to be successful because you're, you know, like sitting there and not taking action. Like your specific success comes from your ability to look at problems and try to tackle them and do hard things. Like that's Mm -hmm. actually what makes success. Like not entitled to it. Yeah. Luck comes because you're putting yourself in situations frequently enough that like statistically you're going to get lucky sometimes. Right. So I just think like you have to really identify as someone who wants to solve a problem, have a hard conversation, do difficult things, navigate tricky emotions. Like the more you can start to identify like that and realize that those are positive attributes and that can make your experience positive, I think the better off you'll be. And just like from my own life experience, like if you're focusing on what's hard, you won't life be successful. Yeah, life Life's is hard. hard. Yeah, it's yeah, awful life. all the time. <laughs> right. So I just look at every single Look at everything like a puzzle. That's my advice. Like that curiosity piece is really that lesson I grab, like grab onto and maybe different parts of this will resonate with, with people differently. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, yeah, thank you for agreeing to this topic. I think it's, I think there's so much, you know, acting passively and I just want people to act actively. Like I run the business. I am control of my brain and my experience and my business ultimately, right? It's not up to the consumers to click buy. It's for you to take the action so that it's like, here's my credit card, right? That's what the, that's the attitude we want out there, but that's not them. That's you. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Should we move into joy and hustle? Yes. Okay. So I have the joy And so I just wanted to talk about a sweet little book that I downloaded from the library on my Libby app. And let's see, it's by Emily Lay, who is the CEO of Simplified, which for those of you planner nerds out there, fellow planner nerds, she owns the, the Simplified Planner Company. And she's definitely, it's definitely like a mom book, but it's nice. Like I got the audiobook version of this from the library. It's called When Less Becomes More. And it's really like a digital minimalism book for moms. So like I've read kind of the dude bro versions of the digital minimalism stuff, but never like the mom version. And it's really nice because she talks about like the importance of like keeping your screen away when you're with your family and the importance of like intentional boredom, like really encouraging intentional boredom, which is now something that we have to proactively do with our children because otherwise they're just going to get sucked into devices all the time. She talks about like having just one extracurricular activity per child and how creating white space and downtime is so important. So anyway, it's just like it's a really short little book, but I'm finding it quite helpful because I really do appreciate like another mom entrepreneur's perspective on this. Mm -hmm. And that's not usually what I listen to. Yeah, that sounds cool. That's great. Okay. And the hustle is just keeping with the theme of this entire podcast. And that is if you are building a business, go and find yourself a really good business coach, whether that is our luminary program, our visible program, or someone else, it doesn't really matter. It's just get some outside eyes on your business, another perspective so they can help you see what you can't yourself see because we do just get in these loops and get stuck and we want you moving forward always. Yeah, I think it's a non-negotiable to work with a coach. I would say like you just 
you just like speed up your business by so much. Like it's like always a good investment. And I would say there's no perfect coach either. Like you said, it doesn't matter if it's us or someone else. Like you can learn from anyone, right? Like that's the truth is like every single other person on the planet we can learn from. And so it's all about the mindset side that you've been talking about in this episode, Sandy. It's like going in with the right attitude. That's what you need. And like, obviously try to hire someone who's experienced at what you do, but you know, you can learn from anybody. So don't like get overly concerned about, is this the perfect coach for me? There's mm-hmm. no perfect coach yeah. for anybody. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep. Awesome. This was fun. Thank you, Jenny. All right. Thank you, Sandy. We will see you next week. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Marvelous. Marvelous helps you build and grow your own courses, memberships, and live streamed programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. If you're looking for a simple, beautiful, custom branded platform to build and grow your online business, you can learn more at heymarvelous.com.